Well, welcome in here to another edition of the Detroit Sports Betters podcast. Mike Sullivan with you. Matt Koalas joining us a little bit later as well. And, you know, it's just a beautiful morning here sitting outside, uh, you know, thinking about some sports. And, and really just, as always, I like to start off this podcast by just saying a big thank you to everyone for listening. Uh, your support, uh, the messages, the tweets, the emails, it's been nothing short of incredible. And really just appreciate it. And I hope that people know that we appreciate it. And I know that, uh, that, that Matt Koalas has shared a couple things lately in terms of messages he's received and just overall uh, nice comments from people about listening to this podcast. So it really is appreciated. And we also appreciate uh, DraftKings uh, for being such a great partner of ours and allowing us to do this. So uh, more on DraftKings in a minute, but at least wanted to start out with a thank you before we get to uh, some of my thoughts of the week and also later Matt's uh, numbers, which he's always just so on top of and seems to have been killing lately. But nonetheless, I uh, wanted to take a minute first and talk about what is, in my opinion, one of the biggest stories, not only locally, but in sports right now. And yes, it happens to be locally. And that'd be Miguel Cabrera closing in on 500 home runs. Um, just fantastic. He's not only one of the best Tigers ever, but he's, you know, quite frankly, one of the best hitters ever right-handed or left-handed, especially right-handed. But, um, you know, when you look at all the great hitters over the years, the right-handed hitters, the left-handed hitters, just in general, he is one of the most purest hitters to ever play, one of the most beautiful swings, in my opinion. And just the way that he stands over the ball, over the plate, and, and just how he sees the pitch coming in is just unbelievable. When you actually look at some film and study it, it's it's truly just unreal the the type of uh vision in my opinion that Miguel Cabrera has but anyway according to DraftKings before the season he was minus 160 odds to hit 500 home runs he's currently sits at 498 we certainly think he'll get it but he was minus 160 preseason and plus 120 to not hit 500 home runs so uh definitely seems like he's going to get it which is just going to be great let's hope he does it here at Comerica Park but According from the from a pure odds perspective, he was favored to do it, but he, but he still had to have a had to have a good year. You know, he was kind of struggling at, at the beginning of the year. You didn't know if he'd, he'd really get the bat hot and, and get enough home runs. You know, especially getting up in in age where he's at, it just makes it more difficult. But it seems like he's going to get it. We hope he gets it, and the next milestone will be three thousand hits. He's only about. 50 hits away from that. So that's another one that we hopefully will see at Comerica Park, whether it's this year or next, we will see. But great for Miguel Cabrera, great for Detroit, and uh, just one of the cool stories to follow right now in sports as, as it's really getting some national attention. So those DraftKings odds are interesting, and, and I encourage everyone to always be looking ahead to those futures odds as well. And with DraftKings, everyone's favorite time of the year, right around the corner, that's right, college football season. And to celebrate DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook, is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more in any college football game. Any college football game, right? Take advantage of this limited offer. You heard here, right, DraftKings is giving away all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game, no matter what. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Check it out. It's safe, secure, reliable. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and make sure you use code promo code DSB when you do so to receive $200 in free bets. When you place a $1 bet on any college football game, simple as that, promo code DSB, 
Get your free $200 in site credit, free bets instantly for a limited time only drafting sportsbook. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline, 800-270-7117. Must be 21 plus, Michigan only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. But once again, thank you for tuning in. Love talking to you every week. And here's Matt Koalas with his stats, his numbers. He's been crushing it. Matt, please take it away and talk about uh, your numbers. I know you talk of Coppercraft and then some more. So, Matt, please. Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome back to the Detroit Sports Betters podcast. I am Matt Koalas, admin of Detroit Sports Betters. And we are now officially in August, and that means the times are a-changing, and the focus is slowly shifting to the NFL and NCAA. Can't forget NCAA, which just football in general, which I know everyone is ecstatic about. Um, And that's also because right now it's just leading up to the NFL is a tougher time for gamblers or sports fans in general, just because you can only bet on the MLB, uh, generally the MLB or the UFC, but this year we have the Olympics as well. Um, for me, you will never see me bet on the MLB. I haven't watched an inning all year. I was one of those kids who I played baseball my whole life, but watching baseball, unless I was at the game, at the game was completely different. But if it's on TV, it's like watching paint dry to me. So there's absolutely no chance I can bet on it. Um, I'll do the Cappers duel. You know, I'll always do the Cappers duel. I like to keep things interesting. If there's a competition, I'm always going to do it. Uh, but sadly, I am over my last nine MLB picks. Um, again, I haven't watched an inning all year. I just go online. I look for like an expert pick or something. More, more than not, I'm like scrambling, running around. Okay, let me get a pick in real quick. And they've just been brutal. So I know I'm going to lose the MLB Cappers duel. Looking forward to the NFL Cappers duel, which let me tell you guys, this is the MLB Cappers duel. And we had 25 people, $25 buy-in. Um, I can't exactly remember the payouts, like 55 25, 10 or something like that. Um, But we have a $600 pot and it's the first one we've done. So the NFL one, I'm really hoping we get at least 50 people, 50 people plus, I I really assume because I want first place taken home $1,000. That would be so sick. And then we can just start growing these competitions from there, get more people in the group. and, And you know, that's how we grow things once again. So, again, looking forward to that and uh, keep an eye out for that competition. We're going to have numerous competitions coming as well. So, um, like a knockout round, um, you know, just a little bit of everything. And we'll have an announcement for that soon. But before we get going, today we are going to be covering UFC 265, Gone versus Lewis, which, I, you know, that's a, a heavyweight bout. Everyone loves seeing those heavyweights go at it. And I'll have three picks going into that one for you guys. Um, and I'll put together a nice little parlay. Don't want to do five. I think three is perfect. Also, because going forward, leading up to week one of the NFL season, we are going to be doing divisional previews. And divisional previews will take some time because we have to go over every single team. We have to go over some player props within those teams. And yeah, like I said, it's going to take a little time. So the first, that one, the first one that we are going to be covering is the NFC East preview, which is always an interesting division with the Dallas Cowboys, Washington football team, the New York football giants, and the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, and they're all, all four teams are somewhat, yeah, they're definitely coming off down years, not even somewhat, they're coming off down years, yes, the Cowboys lost Dak, but man, was that defense Swiss cheese, and uh, yeah, so it's going to be, a, it's going to be a good one to talk about, and we'll get into that, but before we get going, I got to shout out our number one group partner, and that is DraftKings Sportsbook. 
Um, right now on DraftKings Sportsbook, if you sign up using the code DSB, sign up only, um, plug that in, and you will get a free bet at $1 on any Olympic event. And if they win bronze, silver, or gold, you will win $100 and you're on your way. So again, turn $1 into $100 using the code DSB and sign up with DraftKings today. And we would greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate that because they are the number one group partner. They enable us to get this information out and get it to everyone within the group. So we really, really do appreciate them and uh, love that they're a great partner of ours. So starting off today, we are going to start with UFC 265, Gone versus Lewis. You know, on a Saturday night, there's always, there's nothing better than a UFC fight card. Literally for me, I just moved into a new crib. Um, so I was setting that up. I got the little bar going. I got some, uh, some Coppercraft, some Coppercraft uh, actual fists and stuff like that. I don't even know if that's how you're supposed to say it, but I got some, some Coppercraft fists and bottles and stuff like that. Um, I got the rye whiskey. So that was pretty good. Um, I'm trying to experiment with like more and more drinks. So I'm definitely going to be doing that with UFC 265 gone versus Lewis this weekend. And the three starting off with, um, one fight that I like, you know, there are all five of these fights are good. If you were to combine these fights, like the Casey Penny, Sonia Dong, Angela Hill, to, uh, Tisha Torres, uh, Michael Chiesa versus Vicente Luque, Jose Aldo, Pedro Munoz. And then of course the main event, which is Derek Lewis and Cyril Gant. Um, these are all very close fights. If you combine like a five leg parlay and put those together, you could probably get some insane odds. So it could be a pretty fun night if you wanted to do some of those, um, quickly, like I said, I'm only doing three, but if I were to give you five, mine would be Casey Kenny, Tisha Torres, Vicente Luque, Pedro Munoz, and, uh, Cyril Gan. Okay. But this is what I got for you guys today. We're going to start off with the Jose Aldo and Pedro Munoz fight. Um, for this fight, I have Pedro Munoz, and I did a double win, or um, double chance is what it's called. And that's Pedro Munoz, KO, TKO, DQ, or decision, and that is plus 125 on DraftKings Sportsbook. So that is my first play for you guys. Um, the second one is Vicente Luque. If you guys have watched Vicente Luque, he's a very good up-and-coming fighter. He was the one who uh, essentially retired uh, Tyron Woodley earlier this year. And now he's going against Michael Chiesa, who Michael Chiesa is a very good, uh, I would I think he's, he's a low key guy, um, underrated in my eyes as well. But Vicente Luque is just a different animal. And when Michael Chiesa has lost every single one of his losses, he has been put away with either a KO, TKO, DQ or submission. So I'm going to go with the Vicente Luque um ko tko dq or submission that is plus 225 and if you guys remember watching vicente luque against tyron woodley he was just smashing it you know he was he was really beating his ass uh boxing uh kickboxing more a little bit of everything and then he submitted him and i remember i was frustrated because i had the, the ko victory so i really like these double chance um odds on DraftKings sportsbook just because Gives you a little bit better of odds and it covers two areas. You know, um, you can you can change it up too. You could go KOT, KO, DQ, or decision. You know, so you can kind of go off what you would like as well. But for me, I personally like the KOT, KO, DQ, or submission just because Vicente Luque has so many different angles to to put some away, someone away. I'm sorry. So then going into the main event, um, for the main event. In this fight, it is uh, Cyril Gaon against Derek Lewis. 
Uh, Derek Lewis, Lewis is 25 and seven. He is the older fighter. He has a slightly less reach advantage, but he has about 15, 20 pounds on Cyril Ghosn. Um, I'm going with Ghosn. Yeah, I'm going to go by decision too, which I know might surprise a lot of people, but that is plus 200. And to me, when looking at fights like this, you look at fights where, um, like when Derek Lewis fought um, Francis Naganu, uh, that went to a decision. Uh, he also went to a decision against Gunnar Nelson. He also went to a decision, I forget his first name, but Ivanov or something like that. Um, so it is possible to go to a decision. And when you have heavyweights going up against each other in a five-round fight, they and two, two guys with mad power, especially Derek Lewis. I mean, Gan has big-time knockout power, but Gan is far more technical. Um, he's not just a backyard brawler like this. I mean, obviously Derek Lewis is more than just a backyard brawler, but he's known for his ground and pound. He's known for his stand-up power. And I think uh, when you have two fighters like this, they're going to be somewhat hesitant in the beginning. They're going to feel each other out. They're going to keep their distance. And that's why I'm expecting this to go to the decision. So if you put these three together with the Cyril Ghosn decision, Vicente Luque to win by KOT, KODQ or submission, at plus 225, so that's plus 200, plus 225, and then Pedro Munoz, KO, TKO, or decision, plus 125. Those are added up to plus 2,045 for a parlay. So you can give that a shot. Um, I think it was $10 to win 204, so some pretty good odds there, about 20 to 1 if you would like to try that out. Um, again, this should be a great event. There's a lot of great UFC events coming up. Really excited about these, and... And yeah, now uh, now we're going to switch focuses a little bit here, and we are going to be going back to the NFL. Uh, feels good to be start talking about some NFL. And dude, we are going to have a ton of NFL content stuff coming out. Um, like I want to start putting out like for my MVP bets or even Super Bowl bets. I want to start making some like YouTube highlight films and stuff like that. So that'll be coming coming soon as well. But today. Today, we will be going over the NFC East. We'll be doing an NFC East preview. I'm going to be starting with the favorites and working my way down. And for the NFC East, like I said, it is the Cowboys, Washington football team, the Eagles, and the Giants. And the Eagles right now are favored to win that division. Or the Eagles, wow. The Cowboys, 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 Cowboys. The Cowboys are favored right now to win that division. And their over-under wins currently is 9.5 wins. And the under for that is minus 135 on draft for the Personally, I'm going with the under here. I think, <laughs> I mean, the Cowboys do this nearly every single year. You know what I mean? People get their hopes up. They have this explosive offense, which they do. We're talking about Amari Cooper. We're talking about CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup. Uh, Zeke Elliott, Tony Pollard, you know, they have a, uh, who's the tight end? Oh my God, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank. And they have a solid tight end as well, who I believe was hurt last year. Why can't I think of his name? Whatever. Um, but yes, they are incredibly talented. Dak Prescott, I think, is uh, a good chance to win comeback player of the year, which is plus 200 on DraftKings Sportsbook right now. And you got to think, too, for Dak to win comeback player of the year, he has the weapons. He has Amari Cooper. He has CeeDee Lamb. He has Michael Gallup. You got to think this defense is they, – they literally have not addressed this defense at all. They really haven't. That defense last year set the record for most points given up by a Dallas Cowboys team, and they really have addressed nearly nothing. So with that being said, that means Dak Prescott's going to be playing from behind a lot. I mean, you would assume they have a very favorable schedule, but again, they're going to be throwing the football. They've, I'm sure they still will be playing behind, which means more 
more throws, more yards, more touchdowns for Dak Prescott, Prescott, which also potentially means him winning comeback player of the year. Okay. So for me, the over under for the Dallas Cowboys is 9.5 wins. And I'm going with the under here. I, I just don't think they address enough on that defense. The offense. Yes. The offense is getting, um, they're getting a lot of injuries back. Uh, it's another year with Cooper, CD and Michael Gallup, which I mean, that is probably the best trio in the NFL. Um, but I'm still, I'm going under 9.5 wins. I can see, I think this team goes nine and eight. I think that is pretty ideal. It'd be nine and eight or 10 and seven, but personally I'm going with the nine. Um, the Dallas Cowboys are the Dallas Cowboys. You know, I don't think Mike McCarthy is that good of a coach. I get, yes, he has a Super Bowl ring, you know, congrats. But I think a lot of that has to do with Aaron Rodgers as well. Um, he just didn't seem like a good coach last year. He didn't seem like he had control. And one thing that you can do as well is this team is on hard knocks on HBO. Watch hard knocks. See what you think. See how the team's interacting um, in the summer ball. You know, all, all of that matters. So, uh, so yeah, that will be my, my first one is the Dallas Cowboys. I actually have the Dallas Cowboys finishing second in the division. I have them um, personally going nine and eight as their record this year was taking the under, which is my, minus 135 on the sports book. I think the plus 200 Dak Prescott comeback player of the year is a very good bet, but another great one is Joe Burrow plus 700. Um, I really, I think that is probably where I'm going to be going. I think Joe Burrow, you know, he didn't get to show everything he wanted last year and now coming back with some new weapons to Jamar Chase. It's going to be exciting and I mean, Burrow is incredibly talented, so I like that one a lot, too, at plus 700. Now, going into the Washington football team, which is my pick to win the division, actually, with their wins currently sitting at the over-under at 8.5 wins, and I am taking the over at plus 100, okay, on DraftKings Sportsbook. I think they can finish at 9-8 and eight or 10-7. and seven. Um, The Washington football team has one of the better defenses in the league. Last year, I believe they finished seventh. So I think they could definitely finish top five this year. Um, I think they're going to have a team with picking up Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I understand Ryan Fitzpatrick will probably blow a game or two. It happens. That's what he does. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm saying they're going to win, win the division. Okay. Um, let's also remember that last year, Dwayne Haskins started seven games for this team and lost five. The fact that they go in two games with Dwayne Haskins, who, and I'm not even trying to be an asshole, is literally the worst quarterback I have ever watched in the history of the NFL. Like, I am being so dead serious when I say that, too. Like, I have watched that guy airmail a ball to Terry McLaurin 15 yards over his head right into the safety's hands, and the safety was, like, literally just sitting there taking a nap. Like, no one was around Terry McLaurin for 15 yards. He is the worst quarterback I've ever watched, like, yeah, it's probably since Jamarcus Russell. And honestly, I think he's worse. So, so yeah, I mean, I saw the Steelers picked him up and I picked him up in a dynasty league. So, so, but I mean, that's part of it. You know, you never know, I guess. But dude, he was absolutely brutal. But this year too, they have Terry McLaurin. They picked up Curtis Samuel, who's going to be a really nice flex, a really nice like slot guy who can come in, um, maybe take some jet sweeps. He could probably line up in the backfield for some swing passes, stuff like that. Just a very versatile player. And they also have Logan Thomas, who is a nice tall tight end. Very good. Um, they have Antonio Gibson, who's a great starting running back. Um, I've been reading some great things with about him coming out of camp. And then, and then too, you got to look at the the defense too. They they 
potentially have the two best pass rushers coming off the edge, which to me, your pass rush and your defensive end, your defensive tackles, that is slept on how important that is for the NFL, college football, whatever. If you can get to the quarterback, you can do anything. Look at look at the history of the NFL. Look at the only times that Tom Brady has lost. Like when they uh, when it was Michael Strahan, Lucio Minora, uh, Justin Tuck. You know those guys were coming after Brady, getting getting him him off his spot. Um, it's it's kind of the same thing. Even Patty Mahomes last in last year's Super Bowl, Patty Mahomes was running for his life against the Bucks. If you can get to the quarterback, you can do anything. And the Washington Football Team has two of the best defensive ends in the entire NFL. So that's why I'm going to be going with the Washington football team over 8.5 wins at plus 100 on Brandon Sportsbook. And then I will also be going with the Washington football team to win the division at plus 260 on DraftKings Sportsbook. And remember, I get it. I get the Fitzpatrick thing. He'll probably lose him a game or two. But this team, they have such a good defense. They have a good run game. If there's one thing that Ryan Fitzpatrick is very, very good at. It's the deep ball. And then they have that, the young boy and Terry McLaurin. They call him scary Terry for a reason. He had about, I think it was 87 receptions, 1100 yards. It was 11 touchdowns, something like that. Um, and he's played with shit quarterbacks his entire career. I'm again, I'm not saying Fitz is like Tom Brady, but the man has a great deep ball. And Terry McLaurin is known for stretching that field. And now they got Curtis Samuel, who can uh, work on the in cuts, quick slants, quick stops, stuff like that. It's, it's going to be good. It's going to be a nice, a nice combination. So I'm, I'm excited to see that. Again, listen, when I'm talking about this stuff, too, think about it as it pertains to fantasy, too. Terry McLaurin is one of my breakout players in the 2000. Um, 21 season. I'm really excited to see what he can do. So, so yeah, I always think how this stuff pertains to fantasy as well. I'm a huge fantasy player. I play with some of the better players around uh, the United States, honestly, from like pro football focus and stuff like that. So yeah, keep an eye on this. I'm very good at that as well. So, and a lot of these players that I talk about will coincide. So again, that is my pick for the Washington football team over and number one in the division, baby. So I got the Washington football team one. I got the Dallas Cowboys two. And here we go, coming with my third place team. Who is it? Who is it? It is the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. One of the worst divisions in the, in the league last year. Um, majority of the team's records were either losing or 500 maybe. Um, they might have all been under. I don't even, I can't recall exactly. But for me personally with the Philadelphia Eagles, I like the over here. Um, the division winner is plus 470 to win the division. Um, they don't have much of a run game. They have a young QB in Jalen Hurts. They have a new new coach this year in Nick Sirianni. Uh, but yes, they're, they're very, very talented. And you got to think here too, over under 6.5 wins, there is an extra game in this schedule this year. So we're, we're playing 17 games. So going 7-10 and 10 for the Philadelphia Eagles with Jalen Hurts at quarterback, um, with Smith, their new receiver, with uh, Miles Sanders, yeah, I think they could get seven wins. I really, really do, and I don't, I don't see it being that difficult, especially with a quarterback like like Jalen Hurts, who can do it in um, a number of ways, where he can do it with his arm, he can do it with his legs. Uh, yeah, I just think that a lot of time when teams are, you have a new coach, um, teams don't know exactly what to expect from you. 
that's when you can kind of sneak up on them and get that seven wins or get that eight wins. Again, I don't think they're going to come close to win the division. I do not think they will make the playoffs, but I think the seven wins for them, I think that's pretty accurate. I could see them coming in at uh, seven and 10 or eight and nine. So that's where I'll be going with the Philadelphia Eagles. And I will be going with the over 6.5 wins. Now, Moving to the New York football giants, they're over under is seven wins. And this was the toughest one for me because I thought they finished, I think they'll finish six and 11, or I think they'll finish seven and 10. So I would be leaning, um, honestly, I would be leaning the push. You can bet exact wins too. I like the seven and 10 finish. That's personally what I think. Uh, but also you got to think the giants won six wins last year and they lost their best player in Saquon Barkley. They've made some good additions they, uh, like Kenny Galladay, John Ross, and Kyle Rudolph. And then also with their defense, they've added Adoree Jackson, who is a really good player in the secondary. Um, I'm a fan of Daniel Jones. I think he's smart. Obviously, I think he needs to get better, but I don't think there was – I really don't think he ever had that many weapons around him. When you're working with um, Darius Slayton, Evan Ingram, and your number one running back, and Saquon Barkley got hurt, and then you're counting on Wayne Gallman or Devontae Freeman – it definitely makes things, it, may, it makes things tougher. You know, now he does, he's got some new weapons. So I'm interested to see what he can do. Um, you know, now, now that he's got Kenny Galladay, um, Slayton, and uh, I'm drawing a blank on their slot receiver right now, but they do, they're going to have Saquon Barkley back as well. They're plus 400 to win the division, which I will definitely not be taking that kind of the, the giants and the Eagles are in, in a very similar situation. You know what I mean? I think they're both kind of uh, going to finish in the, a similar area with the seven wins, six wins, and maybe eight wins. Um, the Giants have, are the, of the four have been the toughest for me to pick, but part of that too is because they've added, they have added some good talented players and I'm interested to see what happens there. So for me, I'm just going to go with the seven win push. Um, you can also bet seven win exact outcome. If you would like to check that out. And then again, Going off of Saquon Barkley, Saquon Barkley is an absolute freak, but I mean, a torn ACL is a torn ACL. Like AP was the only one to come back and have like a 2000 yard season after tearing his ACL. And we're talking about a human being who literally power cleans five, like 500 pounds as a running back. So it's pretty, pretty fucking insane. But I don't know. That one's going to be tough for me. The ones that I definitely like best are the Cowboys under, and I love the Redskins play. I've already, I've already put money on that one a couple of times. Um, that is by far my favorite play. And I think the Eagles get over that 6.5 wins fairly easy. And remember, you can parlay these too. So uh, check that out as well. And then, yeah, I mean, again, um, you can always shop. You, you can always shop the odds as well. The, the odds that I give you are currently all DraftKings Sportsbook-based odds. We want you to use DraftKings Sportsbook, but hey, I, you know, we're all, we're all in this to get the best deal. So feel free to check it out. Um, okay, so now that we went over the teams, I want to go over player props. I'm always going to go over player props as well that I like, and it's going to be with the same exact division. And player props that I like in the NFC East, and we're starting with Amari Cooper. And I'm going with Amari Cooper under 1,200.5 receiving yards. Okay, Amari Cooper has never once done this. Twice he has gotten very close, so I guess I understand. And I think their understanding on like a – or their uh, – Vegas is thinking that the Cowboys are going to come out with a big air attack, which, yeah, I can definitely expect that. You know, they got Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup. Um, but, again, that's a lot of weapons. They got those three receivers. They have Zeke. 
They have Tony Pollard. They have a lot of people who are going to want to touch the ball. I think 1,200 and a half yards is a lot. I think it's too much for Amari Cooper, especially since he's never hit that in his life. If you've had Amari Cooper on your fantasy team too, you know at least twice a year he comes out and gives you like a five. He just goes to sleep. I don't know where he goes. I don't know if he's running routes. I don't know if he just checks out. Every single year he gives you like – a game where it's just like a two, a one, like it, it just happens. It just happens. And a lot of receivers do it, but I feel like Mari Cooper does it more than most. So for me, I'm going to be going with Mari Cooper under 1200.5 receiving yards. And again, anytime you're on the Cowboys, they just have the ability to self self-destruct in the middle of the season. So that is why I'm going with Mari Cooper under 1200 point receiving yards. Moving on to the next Dallas Cowboys player. And that is Ezekiel Elliott. And I got him over 1,150.5 yards rushing. Last year, he finished at 979 yards rushing on 15 games played. So he also missed the game. So he honestly, I mean, if he had a huge game, he could have hit that. Kind of doubtful. But, uh, but again, he, had a, he nearly had a career low in carries. I think he was within like five carries of his career low. And to me, he's still an incredibly talented player. This is a top five running back um, when he was drafted. He's a top five running back within the league. And when you've had a bad season, I mean, you got to sit there and you got to think about it and think about it and think about it. And people are talking about Tony Pollard and this and that. No way. I think Zeke is going to hit the over here. And I think he finishes 1,300, 1,400 yards this year. Um, I know that he could potentially be on a pitch count. They have said that because they want to get Tony Pollard the ball a little more, but I don't care. I really don't care. 1,150 yards is not that much for Zeke Elliott. I think he can crush this. He's just, he's just too talented. He's got too much to prove this year. Take the over. Now, going into one of my favorite players within the league, um, I think he's going to be one of the most exciting players in the league, and I think this is going to be a huge breakout year for him, and that is Terry McLaurin. I'm going to be taking the Terry McLaurin over 1,200 and a half yards receiving, um, and again, I can't explain how talented this kid is, is a wideout. He's got blazing speed, great hands in traffic, and he has only played with trash quarterbacks. So again, I realize Fitz is not Tom Brady, but his best thing is that deep ball. And Terry McLaurin is one of the best deep ball runners in, in the league today. Um, no longer having Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins started seven games last year, averaged 205 yards passing. So, I mean, you do the math there. You know, 205 yards passing and Terry McLaurin finished with 1,118 yards. He probably didn't get the ball much when Dwayne Haskins was quarterback just because he's so bad. He can, I mean, he couldn't hit anything. So, again, um, Terry McLaurin over 1,200.5 yards receiving. I, that is my favorite one, probably out of all of them. I just have such high hopes for this kid. I'm, I'm really excited to see what he can do. So take Terry McLaurin over 1,200 and a half yards with Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Washington football team. Okay. And we are now actually on our last pick of the day. And again, this is going to be on the Washington football team. Who is it? Who is it? Antonio Gibson, over 1,025.5 yards rushing. Okay, and to me, I thought that was a little low. I thought they could have – I mean, 
I was thinking like uh, 1100, but still um, last year, he finished on 170 rushes for 795 yards. And this was only while starting 10 games. If you had Antonio Gibson on your fantasy team last year um, for a rookie, he did incredibly well, but there were games that he kind of uh, took a back seat, I suppose. And I think that was more so early on in the season. And then he really started to prove it. Um, there's been a lot of talk with how great Antonio Gibson looks this offseason as well, saying it's night and day. He's really understanding his role within the offense, how he needs to get north and south instead of east and west, stuff like that. And, you know, when you get north and south in comparison to east and west, that can be another three, four, five yards. You know, a lot of running backs do struggle with that because they're used to being faster than everyone when they come out of college. They want to get to the outside. They want to get that edge. When in reality, you just got to put that foot down, put your nose down and get that three, four, five yards. That's how the NFL works. But again, that was only with 10 games. And uh, this season, I expect the Washington football team to slow the game down, like against teams like the Dallas Cowboys, who have a very good offense and a terrible defense. You slow the game down. If you can get one turnover and you're putting up points on that bad defense, that might be the game in itself. So I expect the, uh, the Washington football team to slow this game down to focus on deep ball passing, play action passing, and running the football with Antonio Gibson. And personally, I expect his, his carries to go from uh, 170 to the range of 240 to 250, personally. Um, and then I think he's going to clear 1,100 to 1,200 yards on the season. So for me, I will be taking the over with Antonio Gibson, 1,025 and a half yards. Now, to recap that, uh, our player prop section, we had Amari Cooper under 1,200 and a half yards. We had Zeke Elliott over 1,150.5 yards rushing. We had Terry McLaurin over 1,200.5 yards receiving. And we had Antonio Gibson over 1,025 and a half yards rushing. Okay, so those are our player props for the day. And then as you Remember, um, we took Dallas over or um, Dallas under nine and a half, Washington football team over eight and a half, Philadelphia Eagles over six and a half, and Giants. We just were like push, I guess, whatever. Play, play it if you want. Then UFC 265, we have Gone Decision plus 200, Vicente Luque to win by KOTKO, DQ or submission plus 225, Pedro Munoz, KOTKO, DQ or decision plus 125. So we got some good plays going here. Um, we got an NFC. We got the NFC East preview. So yeah, guys, we're going to start be doing that. We're going to be doing this every single week. Uh, a lot of exciting stuff going on with the NBA as well. When the summer ball odds come out, I will hit that too. I'm very in tune with rookies and what's going on there. So yeah, guys, very excited for the NFL. Please keep that cappers duel in mind. Um, we would love to have as many people as possible so we can grow our own competitions, tournaments, and grow the page because of it. And again, I want winner taking home a grant. That would be a sick prize uh, pool payout. We're also going to be doing some Serenity Medical CBD stuff. I'll be giving some of that out as well. And you might see Serenity Medical CBD with some Michigan State football players and some Michigan football players going forward too. So it's just, it really is an exciting time. Um, this is awesome. So as always, guys, Enjoy that UFC 265 Gone versus Lewis. Get that Coppercraft can cocktail. Put your feet up. Make some bats. And let's win some money, guys. This is what this is all about. And uh, as always, I love coming on here and talking to you guys every week. 
and I look forward to it next week. If you want me to cover a specific division or cover anything specific at all, feel free to reach out, feel free to DM me. Um, it really does make me feel good. Like even before doing this podcast from uh, the NBA draft podcast to now, I had four different people reach out to me asking me if they missed the podcast or when it's going to be released. So I, I really do appreciate that guys. I appreciate you tuning in. And uh, I, I like hearing your feedback. I le- like hearing your thoughts, your concerns. If there's anything you like, you don't like, feel free to let me know. Okay. So again, I appreciate it. We'll have another NFL preview next week. And as always guys, enjoy your week, enjoy your weekend. The NFL will be here soon enough. I am out. Have a good one guys.